It's time to be the queen of your stress. With the queen of stress, Dr. M. Hey there, BQS listeners, and welcome to our 68th episode. I'm Dr. M, and this podcast is designed to help inspire change in how you see, manage, and use your stress. So you can be the queen of your stress, not your stress being the queen over you. In today's episode, I'm very excited, very excited, because it is the second episode of our Energy Equation series. This is likely to be, I'm not sure whether it'll be a four, five, or six-part series. We'll see how we go. It depends how much we get through, but uh, there's some exciting news coming up. Uh, that we'll be launching very soon about an online program where we're going to dive deeper into the, all the areas of the energy equation and how to truly be the queen of your stress. But I digress and getting excited early today in terms of what's coming up for the BQS movement and for you, the BQS listeners. Today, I wanted to dive a little deeper into one of the components of the energy equation. So just in case you miss episode 67, uh, which I can't imagine why you would have, but just in case you have and you need to go back and listen to it, really was framing the next series of episodes where I explain more about what the energy equation actually is. And I launched the 2019 or 2.0 version of the energy equation. Well, I have to tell you, there's been a little bit more of an update since last week, just really refining it. And uh, and one of the things that I think is really important, and we'll probably touch on it a little bit today, is I'm a big believer in never getting stuck in being too dogmatic about something, but I'll explain more about that later. When there's improvements to be made, it's okay to make improvements and it's okay to admit that the improvements are are there to be made. As I said, hopefully that'll make a bit more sense in just a moment. But just to recap on what the energy equation now is, is great energy equals fab food times fitness to the power of inspiration and connection. And over the series of episodes that are coming up is, as I said, we're going to dive a bit deeper into all of those things. Why I, I developed the energy equation uh, quite a few years ago now, and the, the old version of it was great energy, which I defined as optimally functioning nervous system equal fabulous food times fitness times inspiration. But really to put it to the power of it, just when we really um, connect with inspiration and connection in various ways uh, is it just it, it allows exponential leverage and growth so that's why there's been the update in 2019. But on today's episode, I wanted to touch a little bit about food because fab food is something that I see people getting really, really, really confused with regularly. And uh, and I understand, I totally do. I've gone through periods in my adult life where I've been dogmatic about how I've been eating. I've got caught up in certain fads and, you know, I was that person that was coming to events where I, I would say I can't possibly eat that. I was never ter- I was never full-blown where I'd be in the corner rocking if there was particular foods being bought out, but I certainly let it be known that I didn't eat certain foods because of a certain philosophy at the time. I've relaxed a lot, uh, particularly in the last sort of 12 to 18 months after a period of having to be very strict with my food. Again, those of you who've listened to previous episodes will have heard my story of, of releasing um, nearly 30 kilos doing a particular protocol that really allowed me to heal my gut, heal my adrenals. Uh, and it was for a finite period of time. I, I no longer followed that particular protocol and it's allowed me to become more relaxed with my food, which then allows me to really enjoy social connection when it comes to food, because when we're talking about food, it's not just about the eating of fuel. I hear that quite often as well is where, uh, you know, people that often you hear it in gyms when you're up at a gym and people are doing various challenges and they're like, food is fuel. Mm, 
Yes, but it's also a lot more to that and it creates such a, a social connection for us. So it's something that uh, I, I am very passionate about my food and good quality food and good quality food sources uh, and really understanding how powerful it is in our lives, not, not only for nourishment, but also for social connection and health and happiness as well. But I wanted to touch on a couple of things today that I think are key components when it comes to how we're looking after our food on in day-to-day life. Now, these tips today are around if you do not need to heal something or release kilos, this is for general living. In our online series, oh, there it goes, uh, on our online series that's starting, I'm doing a live four-week online program. It will be via Zoom. Uh, it will kick off, I believe it's Thursday the 28th of March. I think I've got that date right. I did definitely have it wrong the other day, and thanks to Ash for correcting me. Uh it will be going live very shortly that you can book your spot on the live series. Uh, I am going to be limiting that to 50 places. So make sure as soon as that goes live, you jump on early. Uh, for BQS listeners, there's going to be a special code that will make it even more cost-effective to be able to jump on live. We'll be delivering content. There'll also be the opportunity for Q&A, and I'm really excited about it. We were meant to be doing this online program last year, but just with some other things going on, uh, timing just didn't work. So I'm super excited to be doing this live. Uh, we are going to be doing them on Thursday nights at eight o'clock. And the reason why I'm doing them a little bit later is so that if you do have kids, uh, you've had time to have dinner uh, and be able to have that time of connection with them. If they're really little, they'll probably be in bed. And if they're a bit bigger, they'll be be settled and be looking after themselves so that you can really dedicate that period of time. We'll probably be online for an hour or so um, is you can dedicate that time to yourself so you can give your oxy- yourself oxygen first. Really, really important when it comes to managing your stress. So when it comes to food though, what are some simple tips to be able to stay relatively relaxed if your health is in a a good state where you are right now? And why I say that is one of my themes that will be recurring throughout this year is it's okay to be okay where you are right now. I think sometimes when people listen to podcasts or they go to um, hear motivational speakers or things like that, you can almost be in a state of lack thinking I'm not good enough where I am right now sometimes you're great where you are right now and you just may need to shift a couple of dials in a different direction just to tweak it because some bad habits have fallen back in when it comes to our food it's a couple of keys whole foods best now some of you be like oh that's so basic Dr M I I get it for some people it is but for a lot of people they might even be asking what the hell's whole food so what i mean by whole food is is food sources that are as close to the natural source as possible so what do i mean by that i mean lots of fruit fruit and vegetables ideally that have come from either a farmer's market ideally organic but i get it depending on where you live it's not always that accessible where i live down the south coast of new south wales where there's some great farmers markets that are on um occasionally there's um, I believe there's one delivery service that does good quality. There might be a couple more, but one or two delivery services that does mixed boxes of organics. But depending on your circumstance, that might not suit. So making sure you're getting at least A-grade quality fruit and veg that may be inorganic, but that it's coming from the markets regularly. It hasn't been in storerooms for a whole lot of time. The other thing is then good quality protein sources. So what do I mean by that is chicken that's hormone free and ideally raised free range. Um, If you're eating meat is ideally that it's grass fed meat and that it's lean. Grass fed meat tends to taste better and you need less of it is what I find. Uh, And 
and really reducing how many things come out of packets that you're putting into your system. Now, in the old days, the way that you used to be able to figure out where you should be shopping when you actually walked into a supermarket, it was the outside aisles, is it meant that you sort of, fruit and veg was down one side and probably your cold goods like your eggs and things like that were down the others. Well, my local Woolies that's just opened up recently has totally thrown that whole theory out the window. I don't know about for you guys, whether your Woolies or Coles or whatever chain of supermarket uh, you might be utilizing has rejigged their configuration. But right now in my local Woolies, it's really stick to the the first third, um, they've moved everything that it's sort of the first third as you're walking in, which is kind of cool because uh, it really means I rarely need to walk down any of the other aisles unless it's to get a little bit of my dark chocolate, it's my treat, or down right down the other end where it's more the home products like my cleaning products and things like that. So being mindful of where you are in the supermarket and which aisles you're spending a whole lot of time in can be really helpful when you're actually doing your shopping. The other thing when it comes to your shopping is actually shopping to a list. Meal planning uh, can be so helpful. And when I'm talking about meal planning, I don't mean um, nutting out master chef type recipes. It's literally, oh, we're going to have uh, steak and veggies on Monday night. So I need to make sure I've got enough steak. We're going to have roast chicken or we're going to have, it's very, very basic. And uh, we'll be talking about that more in the online program. The other question I get a lot is, uh, should I be calorie calorie counting or not? Uh, My answer to that is, is if you can avoid it and if you don't need to, then I wouldn't. However, my caveat to that is, if you're starting something new or you feel like things are getting a little bit out of control, it's a really good idea to check in. There's lots of free apps that you can get onto your smartphone. I've got one on my iPhone that I found really helpful and I found it very helpful when I actually started to train harder at the gym. Because pre me sweating at gyms and actually wholeheartedly avoiding it um, is that I could get away with not eating that much throughout the day because I didn't actually need to fuel my system. Um, but now that I train harder at the gym and I really get my heart rate up and it's high intensity workouts that I'm doing, particularly the cardio workouts, is it's so important that I'm then putting enough fuel into my system. And I've used that term loosely, enough fuel, enough energy, because Otherwise, my body will be in too much of an energy deficit because what our food does, it creates energy in with our body. It's one of our energy sources. So if we're putting energy out in the gym and we're really being intense in our workouts and then we're not actually putting enough food and energy back in, that's where over time I know for myself is that I will start feeling sluggish. I start looking for food that I shouldn't be looking for. I start looking for fast energy like sugars. Uh, So when I first started training harder, I actually started calculating what I was eating throughout the day. And as I said, the only reason I was doing that was to see if I was eating enough for the style of training that I was doing. And what I realized is I wasn't. So I really had to focus on adding some more good proteins in, um, some more good meats in, some healthy fats, uh, and just really adding an extra meal into my day because for many, many years, I really hadn't eaten that much. And the irony being I was the biggest I ever was and the irony being when I am eating more and uh, being a bit more relaxed about what it is that I'm eating is that I'm at my healthiest that I've ever been. I had to do the hard work to get there though. I hope that makes sense. I mentioned earlier that it's really important, I think, take take it or leave it, is not to get too dogmatic about what you're doing because number one, information changes over time. I can remember when I first um, was delivering workshops 15 years ago and we were talking about various aspects of food and one of the things at the time that was 
I suppose, in at the time was replacing all dairy with a whole heap of soy. And so I know that I had done that personally. And then research comes out a couple of years later that, you know, replacing everything with soy is not so good because of the estrogen and things like that. It's okay to change things as information is coming to light. It's okay to understand that whilst it might be, and you've probably heard me talking about my almond chai or my almond dirty chai lattes that are my treat that I have every once in a while, I might have one every two weeks, um, is that understanding that the almond milk that I'm putting into my coffees is actually really processed. It's okay every once in a while. I certainly don't have it every day. Uh, if I'm drinking coffee, I drink it black. Uh, so it's it's interesting when we're talking about fads, whether that's um, paleo, keto, uh, what else? Whether you're going through a stage of being vegetarian or vegan or uh, the list literally goes on. You're doing some sort of heavy detox that's actually not great for your system doing meal replacement type things. There's so many different things out there that are all really, some of them are designed for your health and well-being. Some of them are really designed to make a company a lot of money. Um, it, it really ebbs and flows throughout. So it's just, as I said, understanding that if you're going to be trying something new is, is perhaps being mindful of and asking yourself the right questions is, is this something that I can maintain? Does it make sense? Like, for example, there's some meal replacement lifestyle programs out there. And my question that I pose to people that are, that are um, my clients that have said, oh, what do you think is my question to them is, well, do you think replacing whole meals with powder is sustainable in the long run? And if their answer to that is, yeah, I absolutely do, then okay, it's your, it's absolutely up to you. You have personal choice around what it is that you do with that. But my question to you is, do you think that a powder actually replaces good quality meals? And as I said, do you think it's sustainable and do you think it's the best thing for your body? It's a bit like there's certain products that you can have that can send your body into um, into different processes by taking something from the outside versus actually creating it from the inside by actually eating the right foods, having the right movement, having the right connections. And again, my question to you is, do you think that that's the most sustainable way to go. Now I realize today that I am running very short of time because this particular topic we literally could talk about for weeks and that's why we are doing the online program. So we can dive in a bit deeper in a structured way. So make sure you keep your eye out. I don't believe it's live yet. It will be live very, very soon. But if you want to keep your eye out, make sure you go to www.thequeenofstress.com because that is where you will be able to uh, purchase your spot for the Queen of Stress online program that's coming up at the end of March, the live series. You will be able to get access to it uh, potentially down the track, but if you want to be on live with me, you've got to keep your eye out for that. The other thing is, uh, BQS listeners, if you want to be a part of our BQS movement on Facebook, if you want to stay connected, make sure you pop BQS movement into your search bar of your of Facebook. Uh, request to join. Let me know you listen to the podcast. I'll add you in there. I post in there five days a week, and I also do a couple of live videos in there during the week as well. So it's a great way to stay connected with live minded souls. So before I love you and leave you today is my top five. Music this week has been, well, I've really been going back to my playlist. I have a playlist that I have in Spotify and there's certain songs that come up all the time and I just love them. So um, 
Kill the Lights by Alex Newell's Back on High Rotation. It's a song that if I can hit it up loud, doesn't matter what sort of mood I'm in, it definitely changes my mood. The book I'm still working my way through is, is How to Become Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm reading a little bit at a time because I really want to digest this particular book. I have a habit of reading books very, very quickly uh, and not necessarily taking it all in. So I'm just approaching a few different things differently this year. So I'm still working on that particular book. Uh, de-stress this week. Well, I've been hitting some golf balls. I used to play a lot of golf eight years ago, well, seven, six, seven years ago. We used to play a lot of golf and then just time wasn't allowing for it. And I'm having the pleasure of hanging out with my great mate, Dr. Damien Christoph next week. We're going to be playing golf. So I thought I'd better actually get my act together and start hitting some balls, which uh, I know not everybody finds golf enjoyable nor relaxing, but I find them to be both. So uh, I've been back out doing that. Uh, Quote of this week. When it comes to your food, you have choices. They're your choices. They're nobody else's choices. And taking responsibility for your food is totally up to you. That quote's actually by me, and it's actually my thought of the week as well, because I see so many people going, oh, they made me have it, or this did it, or or, et cetera. And when it comes to our food choice, it really does come down to what do we want to be putting in our mouth? When do we want to be saying, I'm full, actually? Uh, and that can take some training over the time. It definitely, it's not always easy, but uh, it definitely can be done. So it's a bit of a longer episode today, BQS listeners. Didn't mean to go quite that long. And I probably, we know, in fact, I know I need to go into a lot more depth in pati- to this particular area. And that's exactly why we're doing the online course coming up in March. So I hope you have a great week ahead. That's it for this week. Bye for now. Well, that's it for today's podcast, BQS listeners. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, if you would like to subscribe, make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes. And if you want to stay in touch, check out our Facebook page, The Queen of Stress, or on our Insta, The Queen of Stress. For more information and show notes, be sure to go to thequeenofstress.com to continue our journey together. Hope you have a fabulous week and I'll catch you next time. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.